Welcome to Thought You Awoke No Speed Limit Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, I'm going to talk about this. Thomas Jefferson, in his papers on Virginia, he spoke about race in a unique way. He talked about mixed race or mulatto kids at the time. He said that about our Negroes, we can see through our mulatto kids that we have improved their state in life. These are the words of one Thomas Jefferson. Of course, I kind of paraphrased it, but these are words of, of Thomas Jefferson. Why do I bring that up? Because it's the underlying theme of America and race and how it sees race and why we're now at this point in our lives where they're fighting critical race theory. I've even heard this before from other people. Uh, we can talk about something that's happening in modern times. Let's talk about what's happening in South Africa. I got into a conversation with someone one day and I was telling them, I said, it's amazing to see the fallout from the end of apartheid and how black people have not gained success in Africa. Then that's when he said, you, do you realize that all the wealth is still owned by the white people in Africa? That 7% of the population owns 90% of the wealth in the country. Black people, African-American people, who are the majority of the people in Africa, who are the original descendants of the people of South Africa, do not own most of the wealth in South Africa. And the results of what has just recently happened, riots, looting, destruction of property, a country so deep in poverty among its black indigenous people they have no ownership of anything that they have decided to take and destroy everything that's there but the way the world sees it is that that 7% are the victims of the rest of those people rather than seeing the truth that centuries of raping and looting and and profiting at the at the cost of black men and women in South Africa this is what the results are we don't see that so I bring that back to the United States so we come to the United States lately we've had battles over you know the Black Lives Matter movement uh, George Floyd's incident was just tip of the iceberg of something that's been going on for decades in America of policing black neighborhoods with white cops or cops in general and the things that it has caused it also has made us start to look at economic disparities in the black neighborhoods the average black family makes thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year Whereas the average white family makes $100,000 a year. Big disparities. Huge disparities in economics. So there's been talks about reparations. There's been talks about police reform. Things like this in this country to fix the problems. And CRT or critical race theory is part of that discussion. 
really has little to do with the things that they're doing to ban in school. We don't want critical race theory taught in our school, so we're banning it, which is a First Amendment violation, by the way. Since there's no penalty for First Amendment violations, the only thing we do is can take them to court for this. But they want to ban critical race theory. And part of that is that philosophy I told you about Thomas Jefferson. It's the same philosophy that runs through the theme of most black Americans. We have improved black people. So I don't understand why they're upset. We have improved their status in life. Yet 400 years beforehand, black people were bought over here and changed to help improve the economy. Economy of white people. We made America great. Our ancestors made America great. They built this country with their bare hands at times. They built Washington, D.C. They built many of our cities. The cotton became king. Became a chief export of the United States. Helped both people in the South and in the North. Guess who farmed that? The native, the uh, original colonists who were here. Let's think of, talk about the Native Americans for a second. If it wasn't for the Native Americans, they wouldn't have survived. They improved their situation. So who improved who? How does a white man who used you as a resource and throwing you away, which is still a common theme in the world today, use the resources, drain the, drain the world of the resources. That's why we also have global warming. The world does not replace what it takes. It does not improve what it takes. It's efficient, though, at taking. Now, this shoe could be on anybody's foot. Black men could be doing that now. But right now, the people that are mostly European, mostly white. We can talk about Arabs taking, still taking slaves out of Africa, even to this day. We'll talk about that another time. But we're here to talk about why are we talking about critical race theory? Critical race theory deals with these things. Here's a basic definition of it. Critical race theory is not a synonym for cultural relevant teaching, which emerged in the 1990s. This teaching approach seeks to affirm students' ethnic and racial backgrounds and its intellectually rigorous, but it is it's related in the one of its aims is to help students identify and critique the causes of social inequity in their own lives. And that right there is a problem. So, white people, this is the argument that's coming up, is that I'm teaching, I'm giving a negative teaching to my child, showing, telling him that he is, he is racist, that he's bad, so on and so forth. That's not what critical race theory is really for. Critical race theory, again, coming from Webster here, uh, is a theoretical paradigm rooted in legal studies that has gained traction in its applicability to other disciplines, including social work and masters of social work programs, is the only program in the nation and likely in the world whose theoretical foundation is rooted in CRT. So what we're trying to do is find those things in society, how race 
racism has hurt people how we can fix it but the one thing that is true about racism is economics it's the most critical thing in the world we live in a world where economics is power so since it's power and if someone else is demanding that power or trying to get into that power structure it becomes a problem Dr. Martin Luther King though his life was threatened many times uh, during the years he was here on earth and he was even shot once stabbed another time um he never lost his life until he started talking about economics radical redistribution of wealth would be the only thing that could fix the problems in America probably in the world when you start saying those words you put yourself in danger and that's why there's attacks against critical race theory because critical race theory is looking at theoretical things to say why is this happening why are we having such racial disparities between blacks and whites what can we do to help economically to change those things so now here comes the fight against it mostly by mostly by the descendant descendants and the states that were once former members of the confederacy i believe they say there's up to, upwards to 12 states they want to ban critical race theory 12 Right now, I believe it's only banned in four out of 50 states. And there's some other states that are talking about, have, you know, uh, discussions about how they're going to do it. Challenges in court are coming to that, of course. But critical race theory is different than teaching history. Because now here comes the next ban. People want to ban teaching Dr. Martin Luther King in school. Teaching about Malcolm X in school. James Baldwin. I want to talk about removing the whole civil rights movement from the curriculum. Now, some of that is get back for the, the removal of statues and for the movement to move Confederate statues and statues of other racist individuals in history from places. Now, I've always had a criticism sort of of that because it's like leave them. They really mean nothing to us anymore. And I said, you know, it's okay if you want to move it to a museum, fine. But see, this is some of that is that get back. Now they're showing you their teeth, their power. So now that they can, when they control the legislation, they control the political systems, they make statements and rulings like let's ban critical race theory, which hurts black schools, like historically black colleges and universities like neighborhood schools, charter schools. Anything that they can put their hands on to control, they want to ban. They want to fire teachers or literally put them in jail for teaching critical race theory. When they're not really teaching critical race theory. It's not being taught in elementary school. That's a college level thing. Critical race theory is a college level thing. But getting our children to understand race and the relationships between other people so that they can do better. Because young children in this country 
are our future. They can change what happened. But if we're sitting here banning critical race theory, and most of it's parents, it's not it's not the government. You literally have parents going to these meetings because this stuff has been put in their head by that guy on Fox News, by other politicians and other activists, quote unquote, whatever you want to call them. I don't call them activists. I call them deactivists that are telling you that critical race theory is bad for our white students because fear, fear is the number one thing that destroys things. Fear of economic changing of power. You can't change economic hands. The power has to stay in the hands of the white majority, which scientists say will soon not be a majority in the United States. So what is emerging because of this? Not only a ban on critical race theory, but also this thing called the replacement theory, which one person on Fox News, which I will not mention his name on my podcast anymore, has been talking about constantly. And other members of that same network have been talking about constantly. Is Fox News a problem? Yes, it's a problem. It was a conservative tool, but it is also a tool for neo-Nazi, white nationalist, and white supremacy theory. It's being allowed to be spread on that network. Given... They, they use facts and screws facts sometimes because some of those facts aren't even true that they're telling on the network about race and, and spreading fear one of the biggest lies going on, on the channel right now I talked about this on yesterday's broadcast COVID-19 the shot is bad for you and the, the government's not telling you it's bad for you yet every person on that network it's required at their st- at their uh, studio has taken the shot you have to be careful of the people that are telling you all this stuff we live in a society where people of color people of color have to live with people who say I'm not racist but I will use racism when you have a complaint that's why they're banning critical race theory there were politicians who want to ban cameras videotaping cops while they're uh, police officers while they're in the process of arresting people they're politicians who literally want to do this They want to stop your right to film police interacting with people. Just as much as they want to ban critical race theory. Just as much as they want to ban anything dealing with race. We're America. We are a country that's better than anything. We're going to keep giving ourselves a false narrative. You live by a lie. It is a lie. And I don't mind saying it. You're living by a false narrative that racism doesn't exist. And some people won't say it started with Trump uh, banning uh, (laughs) diversity training in federal offices. But I'm going to tell you what it is. Even that. It's called this. 
I feel that I am cured. Therefore, there is no disease. I feel that I am cured. Therefore, there is no disease. Even though I've got a fever. Even though I've got a running nose. I don't need the cure. Because I'm not... I do not have the disease. My face is breaking out. But I don't have the disease. That's what's wrong with this racial theory. That's This is what's going on right now among conservatives. They're going to prove to you they're not racist by doing racist things. By banning critical race theory. We're going to stop this. By making sure we get more money to the police. To do more damage in black neighborhoods. They're literally doing this. So they're, they they even voted, tried, some of them even voted against uh, Juneteenth as a holiday. This, this just happened not too long ago. Seriously. What are we doing, America? How are we fixing this? How do we keep ourselves from becoming South Africa? A place where they looted and burned to a... You know, we, have, we talked about looting here last year. That was minor compared to what just happened in South Africa. What happened on June 6th was on, it was minor compared to what could happen what happened in South Africa. Both of those things could happen right here in the United States if we don't fix the problem that we have. It's not just about uh, just not just about socialism. It's not just about race. It's not just about economics. Something wrong with our system. Our system of have and have nots. I got more to come later. But that's it for today. So this being the first season of Thought You Were Woke No Speed Limit podcast, I thought I'd do some experimenting, um, trying to see what people like and what format people like. Uh, like I said, I will have be having a guest host come soon. Uh, we will be uh, discussing some topics there as well. Not every topic I, I will discuss on Thought You Were Woke No Speed Limit podcast will be related to politics. So I thought I would just make take a few minutes to let you know that not always going to be about politics but the idea here is it's thought you were woke no speed limit podcast so there's no limit on what we can talk about but i want to wake you up on various topics and various things um so we will be talking about relationships we will be talking about probably sports and the politics surrounding sports mostly more so than the sports itself um we'll be talking about other social issues on this podcast so I'd be more than happy to get your feedback about this um, on one of my pages. It would be on uh, Thought You Woke No Speed Limit podcast on Facebook or Thought You Woke No Speed Limit on Twitter. Please, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think about this. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. That is it for today's broadcast.
Thank you for joining this episode of Thought You Awoke No Speed Limit Podcast. We hope that you tune in tomorrow for our next exciting episode. You have a great day and please remember to share and like this podcast.